All right, everyone, welcome back to the Anchor of the Week, where we have hard conversations, hear people's stories, and challenge perspectives. I'm Courtney. And I'm Zach. And we are continuing our series on the mind and behaviors today. Yes. Today, team, we are going to be talking about coping mechanisms. Wow. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, I feel dun, like we should have some sound effects. Yeah, we should, yeah. I don't know how I'm going to add that in. But yeah, huge subject, team. Yeah. Um, and this has challenged our thoughts quite a lot. Too so, much. Yeah. I would think. <laughs> a little bit too much, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, look, we, we found obviously with the whole idea of therapy and how the mind works and yeah. how it relates to our behaviors, we've just found that there's actually what, uh, what people would call therapy is actually just lots of different ways of coping, coping. isn't it? And, yeah. and so we, that's what we were finding in our research. We thought actually it'd be really cool to actually talk about what is yeah. a coping mechanism and the role it plays. But I think as well, like like as humans, we just adapt and adopt all these coping mechanisms. Yeah. There it is. Every single time coping. She's from Canada. Oh. Eh? She says coping all the <laughs> I, time. I you don't hear this, it. And it's very no. frustrating that you don't, well, no, it's fine. It's fine. You don't have to hear it. <laughs> it's not that frustrating. Um, but like we adopt these coping mechanisms, yep. like, but we're not even aware of them half the time. Yeah. And yeah. so I think, well, if this series has done one thing, it's made us a lot more self-aware, yes. I think. Yeah. Which is definitely, Great, but also, right. Wow. Let's, look, let's look into the definition of coping mechanism. So this is what we look up on Google and this is what you'll find. It says strat- strategies people often use in the face of stress and slash or trauma to help manage painful or difficult emotions. So it's basically ways of being able to deal and face yeah. stress, etc. They're tools, but I think this is where we're going to find like the big difference. And again, okay, side note as well though, when we were doing research, a lot of this like, put coping mechanisms in a good light yeah, or like as a good thing. Well, I have literally my entire life have had a negative connotation to coping mechanisms yeah. or like the word coping mechanisms. Right. So for me, that was so, very so, so why, why is that though? What, what's your big thing against it? I literally think I was raised to understand that like you just don't cope with things, okay. you know, or like, like you want to get past the struggle. Yeah. Or like, it's not even, I don't even say, that yeah. was necessarily like now I think that yeah right. for sure which we'll definitely like dive into in a bit yeah. but I also think it's like it's almost like a form of like self-protection you know and it's right. like you're not your most authentic self if you're coping right you know true yeah I think for me the w- reason why it bothers me so much is like the idea of like something can get the better of me like that's just whether that's healthy or unhealthy <laughs> that's a whole other thing but like is that a coping mechanism well, in and of itself I mean I guess maybe maybe <laughs> anyway we'll think about that afterwards <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah but 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 like genuinely the idea of like something like weighing me down i'm like yeah. no I, like that i don't believe that you know and, I, and for me i'm like yeah like something could have power over you yeah i, I hate that i hate that idea because <laughs> there's so much but, work anyway, there's, yeah well just like I've, i've like not not that i feel like i'm invincible but just the idea of like i don't believe there's anything out there that can get the better of me in the sense you know, like, obviously I believe like I've got like God on my side in the sense and, but also like mind over matter or like, yeah, that kind just of stuff. like we're stronger than we realize. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we I, give, I think we just give space for things too, too much. Like we give yeah. too much space for things. Okay. So, but that's a, maybe that's a whole other thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got to stop my brain. Cause it's going right now. <laughs> we got to keep this yeah, podcast. But on that's, track. that's my thing with, with coping. Mechanism. Yeah. However, there is a healthy side to it as well. Right. With coping mechanisms, would you say? Well, I would think so. But even before we get to that, like, I think it's important that we differentiate coping me- coping mechanisms with defense mechanisms. I noticed it then. 
there we go nice. it's there yeah. yeah anyway yes let's let's separate the two yeah right because like like it's one of those things where i always kind of knew the difference and i would say them interchangeably and then stop and think about it and be like wait no actually this one's a defense mechanism okay this one's a coping mechanism but like you never really think about it yeah but i just thought this was so fascinating i actually took a screenshot of the actual quote from yep. the um the article because i thought it explained it so perfectly but it says a coping mechanism or coping mechanisms are used to manage an external situation that is creating problems for an individual, but a defense mechanisms can change a person's internal psychological state. Like right. essentially a defense mechanism is something from the mind yeah. that then is like usually subconscious and projects into behavior, right? Like okay. I'm acting this way because in like, it's a, it's a brain thing, but a coping mechanism is like, I will act this way. So my brain changes. You know it's what like I mean? Flipped. It's flipped. Isn't yeah. that so interesting? That and is, I thought yeah. with the whole mind and behavior series, I'm yeah. like, well, that's a great way to. Yeah. yeah. It is cool. Yeah. yeah. I think like something as well, because we, 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 you mentioned before the idea of like how coping mechanisms, they're a good thing. And like people view them as something that's like beneficial in ways yeah. to like help your life. Right. But I think a big, big reason for that is like people don't see like, I think it's because this is nothing to do with science or anything we've researched, but just like the idea of like, there's hope beyond that, our life. Like, I don't think that is a thing for everyone. So if, if there isn't hope beyond like the life that I'm living now, why would anyone think that there's anything past yeah. the things that they struggle with? Right. It's surviving versus <clears throat> thriving, which yeah. is cheesy and cliche or whatever, but yeah. it's true. Like, are you just doing your best just to make it through life? Yeah. Like, or do you like, think that you could have the fullest right, life? Right. Right. People just think like the things that they're, they're stressed about or struggling with, like that is life and that is yeah. the way it is. And how can I make it through it? Yeah. And that's such a shame. Obviously for us, like, you know, we believe in a God, we believe in a life at beyond like what we're living now. Um, or that like my problems don't have to stay my problems. Yeah. I think it's because of that, because yeah. like, because of that hope that we have. And so, I think that's so interesting. Yeah. Like it's like it's almost like hopeless. Yeah. It, to to a certain extent. Yes, if like you if coping mechanism is like the way that you think that you're going to like the Go only through. way to deal with it. Yeah. But I think coping mechanisms as we like were researching and you know, and I was confronted and challenged with my thoughts about okay, like maybe it's not awful, you know. Yeah. Maybe they're not as bad as I always thought they were. Um, but like if you use it as a tool to manage a situation, you know what I mean? Like an uncomfortable it, an uncomfortable situation. I feel like I'm saying that wrong. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yeah. Or like, instead of using it to avoid problems, like you putting yourself in a position where you're in a problem. Yeah. You know, but you know you won't be the most comfortable, so you'll like use tools to like help right. you make through it. Right. Yeah. Like it, it keeps you away from the process of being able to heal from something. Yeah, that's not what I was saying though. I know. Okay. But I'm just kind of adding. You were going it. the negative and I was going trying to go the no, positive. No, no, no. Like, like what I'm saying is like, like, sorry, okay, yeah, but, like, that is the negative, so that's the unhealthy version of a coping mechanism. Yeah, if it's and preventing you from healing. Yeah, right. Yeah. And if it's... As opposed to helping you cope on the way to healing. Yeah. Well, that's good. <laughs> we should write an article. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe, yeah. I think we need a little bit more scientific credit. <laughs> I think so. If we write an article. <laughs> um, Speaking of articles... Yeah. Can Come we on please... Yes. Pull it out. All right, so we're going to go through an article. This is from... Thrive Works. That's, that's a nice name. Um, so they talk about bad coping mechanisms as well as good ones. Um, and we're just going to go through the bad ones and basically out ourselves. Yeah, let's hear it. Come on then. <laughs> Maybe you relate to this too. I don't know. Let's see. Okay, number one is isolation. 
Just when you feel overwhelmed or constantly annoyed by others, isolating yourself from everyone might seem like a logical way to remove stress from your life. However, connection is a very important part of a healthy life and decreased social interaction and physical activity can be harmful to one's mental and physical health if it persists for too long. Do you isolate yourself? Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do, Zach. Why? Cool, yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> cool, yeah. <laughs> Not much more to add to that. Anyway, okay, keep going. But with this, no, but with this one, I feel like I have a healthy version of it and an unhealthy version of it. Right. You know? So, like, for example, okay, I don't want to deal with people or whatever, so I'm just going to, like, ignore you because I can't cope with whatever. That's so interesting. I can't cope, so I, I cope. Mm, interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. But lately, not lately, you know, sort of lately, I've been a little more like overwhelmed in like social situations, which is very unlike me, but I think just a lot going on. Yeah. And there'll be times where I'm like, okay, I'm going to like back out and I'm going to like go to the kitchen and do the dishes and like remove myself for the situation, like not leave the party, you know, but like. Don't be in the middle of it. Yeah, kind and of. I think that's a healthier coping mechanism. Yeah. As opposed to, I'm going to shut you out, isolation. Because yeah. yeah. it still kind of is isolation, mm. but it's like, yeah, I need to like get my feelings sorted out, which I will. You're not just pushing it to the side and yeah. then ignoring it, yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah, it's good. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I try really hard. <laughs> Two, relying on others too much. Yay. This <laughs> is on the other hand, it's also possible to over-rely on people in your life. Having support is good, but if too much of one's self-worth and validation needs to be placed or needs are placed on family and friend groups, one's self-esteem can be put in a pre precarious position. When Talk your happiness it. is wholly dependent on others being around you, it's much harder to deal with hardship without them. <laughs> I'm that's for tough, two. man. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely struggle with that one. Yeah, anyway, we don't need to talk to that one. Yeah. Oh, look at our favorite one, jumping to conclusions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Number three. <laughs> That's, yeah, our favorite one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is. That's very it fair. Is. <laughs> <laughs> or, and I get this word wrong every single time, and I practice it this morning. Let's see if I get it. Catastrophizing. Does that sound right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Keep going, keep going. Okay. It does sound. Yeah. No, it's not because Sadie says whatever. No, there's not enough vowels in that. Okay. Anyway, but essentially trying to figure out potential outcomes to choices or problems can be helpful. However, you start making quick judgments and constantly thinking of the worst outcome so that you avoid any kind of hurt, you might be catastrophizing, catastrophizing or whatever, you know. I think that was good. Thanks. It sounded good. So, so what's an example of how you would use that <laughs> as a coping mechanism? Because for me, in my mind, I'm like, well, I do that in an unhealthy way. Yeah. And it will make me live in this world of, I guess, it's delusion. Which is coping with reality because <clears throat> you can't. But like. Even a bad fake reality to me sometimes is better than my actual reality. But the thing is, I've created that. <laughs> but I've created that, like this world. Yeah. Because like it's it's not an it's not a good world though like it's not like i'm using this world to get away from the yeah. reality of the world yeah well but like okay so it's so, called self sabotage Zach. okay well, i guess maybe i mean is okay so talk, talk me through this. genuinely talk me through this cuz cuz like i'm like well it's like is it a coping mechanism cuz i'm just making it like if anything like it's not helping me it's making it worse to 
to deal with. Yes, but I think that the root of coping mechanisms are like helping you not live in reality. Like whatever is actually going on is too much. So I'm going to go to something else. That does not always mean like, oh, everything's nice. Yay. I'm going to like cope by like pretending like my problems don't exist. Sometimes I cope by making more problems in my head because that makes more sense to me or because I think that you should be mad at me. So I'm going to create this whole scenario in my head that like proves that you're mad at me and that I literally will cope through that because what if you actually aren't mad at me and then have to deal with the fact that like, so it's like, but yeah, yeah, I guess in my mind, I'm like the coping mechanism should be somewhere you go to. It's like, it's like somewhere you take refuge in almost because you're, yeah, but you can also take refuge in self-sabotage. Blimey. Can you? Wow. That's crazy. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Interesting. I have to think about that one a bit more because, because like, for, you know, what? yeah. Because yeah. it's not necessarily what makes you feel like good as in like happy, but like what like um, takes me away. Yeah. Or what makes me feel like what? Not good, but like comforted. But that's the thing. Like, I don't feel comforted when I when I do that. I, I would uh, ask yeah. you to challenge your thought on that. Really? Like, do you find comfort in inflicting pain on yourself? Okay, well, that's a different question. <laughs> and <laughs> that's a very interesting question. Just um, rhetorical. <laughs> not, not, not okay, yeah. <laughs> and, okay, yeah. Okay. Because, I mean, that, that sentence alone sounds pretty, pretty bad. But like... <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, well, that's not good. <laughs> okay, we're going to go to number four, okay? Yeah, keep going. Doom scrolling. Okay. Social media has become a very common stress outlet, but sometimes it can heap on heap on stress instead of relieving it. Yeah, when you're just sitting there and it's right, like, right, right, like you're numbing yourself. Yeah, and oh, it's like, yeah. but again, it's like being like addicted to negative emotions as a way of coping. Like I feel like that's it as well because it's like you almost become addicted to stress. Right, right, yeah, and you don't believe there's good. Almost. No, you're just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling forever yeah. and ever, numbing yourself, living through other people's lives. Right. Everyone knows social media and that's pitfalls. <laughs> yeah. Five, avoiding problems. Types of avoidance like procrastination, living in the past, oversleeping, toxic positivity, <laughs> or overworking are often used to cope with stress by not thinking about it. Oh, there's so much going on here. This is just so ridiculous. Anyway, yeah, toxic positivity. That is a tough one, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't think I would have said I have toxic positivity until you pointed that out, but but maybe I do. No, no, no. no. On like, this like, podcast, I literally look like the worst person no, ever. I, I'm sorry, guys. Corny is very appreciated. Uh, and, yeah. But also very honest. <laughs> but very appreciated. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> cool. Keep going. Keep yeah. going. What's, yeah, but this one, it says... Um, <clears throat> Like, so avoiding problems is essentially avoidance, right? Like um, putting everything underneath the surface. Yeah. But we all think that's one that we can all agree on, that avoiding your problems is not the healthy way of coping with them. Because they're still there. Yeah. Impulse spending. I won't say anything and we'll then move on to number seven. (laughs) Um, Substance abuse. And I feel like this is like the typical ones that we yeah, think. Yeah, these, yeah. Maybe like impulse spending, like a shopaholic or yeah. an, well, anything aholic, I feel like we'll be like, oh, that's coping, you know? Yeah. So I don't really cope because, you know, I'm not an alcoholic or whatever, yeah, but yeah. all these other things. Yeah. And then our last one is excessive worry. 
Nice. It's good to be prepared for bad outcomes as well as good ones. But when you worry and fear or when worry and fear start to hold you back from living your life, they can become toxic. Yeah. It's, these are so interesting because a lot of them have to do with like your head space. Yeah. And not necessarily like an action itself. Right. Well, I think we all forget that like everything starts from our minds. Yeah. You know, or like how, how much maybe our minds like impact us. Yeah. You know? And yes, a coping mechanism is to ease something going on in my brain. Mm. But that's just because the brain was there in the first place, you know? Like, there was an issue. Yeah. So how do we not, though, go to to um, toxic positivity? <laughs> <laughs> but in general, like, negative, like, coping mechanisms. Yeah. I, to be honest, I'm not even sure what the, the, the full and best answer is. But I think, I mean, yeah, because... In my mind, initially, I'm still like going through this now, but like these things were like, were, was a result of a, um, something I was like insecure about or something or, yeah. or something that I, yeah, it's almost like because of my coping mechanisms, it created this rather than it being the coping mechanism itself. If that makes sense. I'm not going to lie. You kind of lost me. Okay. So it's like, I just didn't relate these Simply put, I just didn't relate these things as ways of me coping, coping. with something. Yeah, it just re- I just put these as ways of this is a result of my insecurity or X, Y, and Z or whatever. So I think I'm just going through this thing of like, so what does that mean? Like, how do I like move on from this? And like, why are these like the things in the mind? Like, why are they things that I'm referring to? Yeah, as a coping mechanism. Do you think we I, could just call them escapes? I guess. A- a coping mechanism essentially just an escape. I guess. Something to escape whatever you're currently feeling or thinking or whatever that can't, like you just can't deal okay, with. Okay, but here's, here's the flip side to this, right? Just to wrap my head around it a bit more. Like when we were looking online for like the different ways of coping and stuff like that, we also found a lot of practical things, a lot of like things that take action. Right. And these are ways to cope with whatever. So it was almost like ways of like reducing the stress or the the right. unhealthy whatever it is so things like um dance sports music art community centers offering different things um meditation was another one so the idea of like breathing techniques to get you into that place of being able to be more at peace with things like you know all of that sort of stuff mental health apps like there were like different apps that they were suggesting things like calm headspace mood fit like all of these again like different like i guess like breathing tools. yeah tools right so like Help it's not just things. breathing. On calm, Harry Styles reads to you a bedtime story. So, <laughs> oops. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't. Know, I've never heard of that before. But anyway, yeah. So, um, like, these are all things like to help bring that down. Whereas in my mind, like the things that we've listed off this is this list, like where you excessively worry, like that, like brings Heightens it. Things. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you've got two different ways of coping with things, but one almost like brings it down and tries to create it like almost like suppresses it down slightly like sports for example like like if i'm feeling stressed about something i'll go and go for a run i feel loads better afterwards but the problem's still there i've just been able to push it down until it rises back up to be able to face it or like you've dealt with like the the feelings maybe that it causes in that moment yeah but it's still there yes yeah whereas like excessive worry like for me in my mind i'm like that just brings it up another Heightens level. It. Yeah. And then I'm just living in this like even more chaos almost. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of words there guys, but <laughs> that's like 
like what my brain is yeah. going through right now. I don't know if you have anything to add to that or what you- Not much. I feel like I've said a lot of my piece already yeah. on this. And clearly Zach and I will be talking about this for a while <laughs> after will, this yeah. episode. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah. But yeah. How do we How do we know and how are we, are we aware of like what this causes? I mean, I feel like that's a, even me just saying what I just said there. Like that's a really practical way of me realizing- like it's creating awareness. Yeah. It's creating awareness yeah. for something and then being able to know like, okay, this is the healthy way to approach this. Yeah. And like what place does something like sports or even something like excessive worrying, like what places that have in being able to kind of like see behind the scenes and yeah. then deal with it. You know, I think like, yeah, exactly. Deal with it. And I think that like, if we use these as like kind of indicators, you know, if I'm realizing yeah. that I'm worrying excessively, we're just going to like stay with that one. Yeah. Okay, then like that is happening. Okay, cool. Awesome. Great. Yeah. But then why? Like, you know what I mean? And so yeah. I think, or, you know, I just really, really want to go out for a run or I just really, really want to go have fun with friends and like turn my brain off. Is it just because I'm tired and I had a long day and, you know? Yeah. Or is it because, you know, like there's actually something going on and yeah. I'm trying to escape from it. Right. You know, so it's like, I think if we're just, without like being like, I don't know, horrible about it or like beating ourselves up completely about it. Like a healthy amount of self-awareness where we can like take a step and be like, okay, like why am I actually doing this? Like asking the why. And like, am I like doing this thing? Is this like reaction, shall we say? Is it a coping mechanism because I can't deal with it? Or is it just something that is going to help me right now as I work on the root of the problem, as I work on the thing that actually I'm trying to cope with? Yeah. And I think that is where coping mechanisms can maybe, for me at least in my journey, like lose a lot of its negative connotation and maybe even become a bit neutral. Yeah. Potentially. Uh, I think there's a good side to this, right? I mean, yeah, like, I don't think we can just say it's bad. No, I, no, I no. That's fair, yeah. And there's definitely bad things that we're like, ah, oh, just coping. I'm like, no, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but like- Yeah, don't yeah, avoid- if you're, if you're healing, like if you're actually trying to heal, but sometimes that's a really painful process, so you will have to cope a little bit. Maybe that is going out for more runs because you're dealing with a lot of yeah. emotional things and just really need to clear your head, really need those endorphins. Like that's not a bad thing. Yeah. It's like- helping not get weighed down by the healing process. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I don't know. And I think it's kind of interesting how like the, the relationship between like the idea of like an action helps reduce or like brings it down slightly. Yeah. Like, cause a lot of the things that we listed online was like very practical things of like, like of movement of doing something. Yeah. Whereas like the things that we listed off your list was like a lot more to do with the headspace idea yeah. thing so getting stuck in your head yeah so it's weird how like the idea of action relates to like not suppressing but like reducing almost you know that's interesting yeah well because yeah. i think it takes your mind off it yeah right you're looking at something else exactly right. which <clears throat> is actually very healthy healthy sometimes yeah do you know what i mean like not yeah. all the time if you're never looking at the issue yeah you know but yeah yeah love it okay let's let's wrap this up then <laughs> um what so I guess, I mean, So how do you cope? No, gosh, no. No, that'd be a whole other episode. I think I just wanted to mention that like, like therapy in its definition is like treatment intended to relieve or heal a disorder. Mm -hmm. So when we look at like, you know, the different things that we're going to for therapy, like is it actually bringing healing and like, like revelation, like redemption almost like, or is it actually just helping us being able to deal with something and, yeah. and literally or just cope cope? Yeah. Like, like yeah. in the, in the cope. Yeah. Right. I think exactly. If coping is just making you stay where you are and just being like, well, it is what it is. 
yeah. have a lot of issues with that phrase. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But like, like there's hope beyond exactly what you are dealing with right now. I yeah. think that is so like, that is so, that's key. That is so key. Yeah. I think believe. that is our, our key point for today. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully this has uh, challenged you guys. Yes. Just as much as it's challenged Zach and I. Uh, <laughs> as you can see, yeah. Like, yeah, we're all <laughs> nervous laughter the entire episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hopefully this will start conversations with you, your friends, like, yeah, and just see how you're coping yeah. and are you healing? Yes. Great question. Boom. Awesome. Thank you, team. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for joining us at the Anchor of the Week, where we have hard conversations, hear people's stories, and challenge perspectives. Remember, you can stay connected by following us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, as well as subscribing to our YouTube channel. Hope these conversations are inspiring you to have hard convos as well. We'll see you next time. And remember, attack topics and not people.